Hey everybody, welcome to the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. Before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about the delicious, certified, gluten-free breads, bagels, English muffins, and other baked goods that are made right here in Johnstown, Colorado. Canyon Bakehouse's gluten, dairy, nut, and soy-free products make it easy for families to enjoy the taste and texture of fresh bread so everyone can love bread again. Find them at any major grocery store in the freezer or fresh bread aisle, or purchase online and visit canyonglutenfree.com to grab a coupon. On the high screen, Dorian kicked to the corner, Feirano for three, it's good with the foul! And back to throw is the quarterback, and Hayward is sacked by Joey Porter. Page takes it in, scores, Stevens lets it go, and there's your touchdown. Michael Gallup. Got it down low. Hornung. Dunk! And here come the students. Leading by 10. Here's Van Pelt. He's at the 5. Touchdown, Colorado State. What is up? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. As always, I am your host, Justin Michael. Uh, It's been a couple of days, about two days since we had a podcast. Uh, For those of you that followed me on Twitter, had a wild situation getting back from the Fresno State game. Just took like 22 hours in total. I think I was up for 26 and a half straight hours uh, when it was all said and done really just chaotic experience my uh my shuttle driver from the airport apparently got in some type of accident and they had to send someone else because of the snow and it was just this whole ordeal but hey I had a great time out in Fresno and uh I'm pretty thankful that I work for a company that is willing to send me uh out there to travel and experience it all so definitely don't want to complain too much It, it it could certainly be worse and Got to cover a Rams victory in Fresno. We're going to talk CSU football in a little bit, but we've got a lot of fun other things to talk about uh, with CSU Athletics. It's Wednesday, October 30th. Uh, That's when I'm recording this, depending on when you're listening. It could be Wednesday evening, could be Thursday. Uh, But yeah, all kinds of cool stuff happening in Agland. So we're going to start with what's happening in Agland, one of the classic segments number 14 csu volleyball uh they're on fire they won their 20th game in a row on uh tuesday night csu beat wyoming in four sets at moby arena i mean what else can you say about this team they are just something else uh they trailed in every single set had to deal with losing paulina hogard jensen to injury slightly before Uh, none of that mattered they were able to persevere through it and beat Wyoming. Uh, Their dominance over Wyoming is incredible. 
Uh, CSU's now beaten Wyoming 23 consecutive times at Moby Arena. I'm going to say that one more time just so that it can really sink in. CSU Volleyball has beaten Wyoming 23 consecutive times at Moby Arena. I'm 24 years old. Wyoming has not beaten Moby, or has not won. Oh my goodness, I'm getting tongue-tied here. Wyoming has not won at Moby Arena since I was one years old. That That is absolutely bonkers. Uh, but this program is just so special, so consistent under Tom Hilbert. Uh, they're going to cruise to another Mountain West Conference Championship. Really, uh, depending on how it all plays out, they're going to have a decent chance to host in the NCAA tournament if that ends up happening. Uh, hopefully CSU fans come out and support them. They certainly deserve it. Uh, before that, though, they've got a couple of more matches in this regular season. CSU will host Air Force on Thursday, so definitely head out to Moby Arena. If you got nothing else going on, you're not working, uh, go watch one of the most dominant teams in the country. I mean, 20 consecutive wins is unbelievable, and this program just continues to soar uh, at levels that other programs really could only dream of. So definitely just amazing, a great time to be a volleyball fan. Uh, they, they might end up cracking the top 10 in the country, depending on how the end of the season plays out and with some of the other teams, but they're just amazing. I mean, to compete the way they do as a mid-major in volleyball is phenomenal, and, and it really doesn't get talked about enough because with some of these other programs, you know, in, out in California, USC, Texas, uh, Michigan, just some of the really premier big athletic departments in the country, volleyball's kind of on another level there, uh, but CSU to do what they do as a mid-major just so so impressive and, and really just cool so check out csu volleyball this thursday when they host air force definitely worth the price of admission uh, i'm gonna go ahead and call it rams beat the falcons 21 in a row a uh, lot of good news this week csu men's golf uh, davis bryant was named the men's golf or excuse me was named the colorado golf association les fowler player of the year uh, that award is annually presented to the state's top amateur golfer. Uh, he's the third straight CSU player to win the award. Jake Steino started the streak back in 2017. AJ Ott, who's a senior, he won it uh, last year. So really just cool moment for CSU golf. They're a program on the rise. They've really been in the top 25 now consistently over the last couple of seasons. Definitely worth checking out. It's it's a little bit hard with some of those uh, really smaller Olympic sports. It's just uh, they don't get a lot of publicity, and really, I mean, it's hard to even get information about them sometimes. But Davis Bryant, congratulations. That's an awesome honor. Really cool to see CSU golf soaring. Uh, they have potential to be uh, pretty pretty dominant in this conference, and we're seeing it. So really cool. Uh, along with that, CSU women's soccer continues to just roll uh, they're 12-5-1, by far the best season they've ever had. 6-1 and one overall in their last seven games. Only loss was to Boise State, who currently leads the league. Uh, most recently went on the road and took a pair of games, beat Nevada 2-1 to one in overtime. In that game, Kaylee Lordeman, who has just been stellar all year, had a pair of goals. Uh, after that, CSU goes to UNLV, just absolutely beats them down 5-3 on their home field. Uh, that's incredible. That's like throwing 60 on the board on somebody's uh, home field. So really cool. CSU women's soccer, they have one more match. They'll close the year Friday. Uh, that'll be senior day. It's against Wyoming. So 
3 p.m. If you can get out of work a little bit easy, head over to CSU Soccer Field uh, for the Border War edition. It, it'll just be worth it. I mean, this team, it's a lot of fun. I sat down with Bill Hempen recently for a feature I'm working on this team and just talked about what it was like building this program from the ground up. And that should publish here in the next week or so. So I'm excited to get that out. Have a couple more interviews I want to conduct, talking to a lot of people for that one. But really excited about it. Really excited for the direction that the program is heading. I think that given the the talent base just in the state, it makes sense that CSU would be good at soccer. And it's really cool to see what's coming. It's going to be even better uh, when they do get that home and they get the women's athletic facility. It's just going to really change everything. And I'm really excited for it. All right, we're going to jump into football in just a second, but we are going to take a second to talk about a really fun event coming up uh, by our partners at Breckenridge Brewery. On November 9th, Never Summer is celebrating opening day in this upcoming ski season uh, with a party over at Punchbowl. They are teaming up with our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, this is going to run from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. at Punchbowl Social in Denver, Colorado. Uh, so snow is in the air. The mountains are calling our name. Just really time to party about it. The Gin Doctors are going to be playing there. They'll be bumping everybody's favorite 90s hits. Uh, you'll have a chance to get on stage and rock out with them. There's going to be live bands, 90s karaoke, uh, all kinds of stuff going down. Chances to win uh, prizes. You can win an all-mountain series snowboard uh, designed by Jamie Molina. Uh, chances to win an epic pass for the season. So you're definitely not going to want to miss this out. Again, this is on November 9th uh, from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. at Punchbowl Social in Denver, Colorado. Never Summer's uh, opening day party with Breckenridge Brewery. Just going to be a lot of fun. Uh, don't miss out if you have the chance. CSU Women's Hoops will kick off this season this evening. They will play an exhibition against CSU Pueblo. A uh, chance to see this team in action. Down year for Ryan Williams last year, but he's the winningest coach in program history for a reason. I think most people have faith in him to turn this thing around. It's it's going to be interesting. There's a lot of people that have been in the program for a couple of years now, but you have uh, five or six transfers that will be coming eligible this season. Uh, so a lot of new pieces to this team. Uh, Laura Devos, last year's leading scorer, she returns. Uh, so hopefully, you know, the Rams are able to make a little bit of noise. I will be at that exhibition tonight. Uh, so we'll tweet out some updates and, and keep everybody informed. Unfortunately, I will not be able to be at the men's exhibition on Friday against... Uh, Western Colorado, but I will be at every other game pretty much this season. So uh, at least on the home side, won't be able to make all the road ones, but we will have plenty of basketball coverage coming up. But let's let's jump into football here. Uh, a couple of big news things this week. Um, first being Marvin Kinsey no longer being on the team. Uh, we'll jump into that in a sec, but let's, let's keep things positive at first because I want to talk about Warren Jackson. Warren Jackson is a man on a mission right now. He cannot be stopped. I mean, he's pretty much single-handedly, uh, I, I shouldn't say single-handedly because there are a lot of players that have, that have done well over these last couple of weeks, but he has been so huge in CSU's last two victories uh, in those games, 18 catches for 392 yards, three touchdowns. 15 of those catches have resulted in a first down or a touchdown. Uh, he, he may not be the sole reason they're winning, but he is a 
massive part of it and what he does for this offense and, and really just for this team. Uh, he's just so invaluable to them. I'm going to close today's podcast with some audio from him uh, after that Fresno State win and just him talking about, uh, you know, kind of what it meant for them to get a win and and just, you know, the mindset they need to have moving forward. But listening to him talk, it was just so clear, like, how close he is with all of his teammates and that he really is just a natural leader with this with this group. I don't think he was quite as vocal over the last couple of seasons, but we've really seen him just come into his own at least in terms of uh, being a leader and this guy, man, he's, he's just so special. Uh, currently working on a feature right now about Warren Jackson. Really excited about it. Uh, going to get that out later today. Uh, we have some cool graphics with it and it's just going to be really cool. But this kid is just something else, man. He's, he's so important to this team. He's just really humble. I enjoy being around him and regardless of everything that's gone wrong, for the team this year, which has obviously been quite a bit. Um, I just think it's a cool story seeing him turn into this just absolute superstar. And I mean, the more he, the more he produces like this, the more his, his draft stock is going to rise. And the more I watch him, the more I feel like he has, he has potential to be as good, if not better than any of the wide receivers that have come through the program. So just really cool to watch him. Congratulations uh, on being named to the Bolitnikoff Award watch list. Really cool honor. Richard Higgins obviously was named a finalist for the award back in 2014. Michael Gallup named a finalist for the award in 2017 as well. Uh, neither of those guys ended up winning, but both of them ended up being consensus first team All-Americans. Uh, really just stellar years. And now Warren, you know, the next in line to potentially you know, ending up on that stage. We'll see. I mean, he missed a couple of games to injury and that's going to hurt his cause because there's a lot of really, really great wide receivers in college football this year. Uh, and just missing those two games is going to hurt him from a statistical standpoint. Uh, but if he continues to tear it up at the rate that he has over these last couple of weeks, I mean, he's really going to make a strong case and might end up being able to do it anyways. So who knows? There's not really anything on the field that this guy can't do. Phenomenal blocker uh, has a excellent catch radius anything that you throw up there he's going to go up and get it uh so just just a really exciting season from warren jackson and a guy that i continue to be excited to watch on a weekly basis uh he's he's worth the price of admission i mean watching warren jackson just moss defenders over and over again is always worth the price of admission so congratulations to him really cool honor uh he is probably going to go over the the thousand yard mark for this year leaning if he keeps it up he's definitely gonna go over double digit touchdowns has six at the moment so averaging a touchdown a game uh just an absolute stud even better teammate so check out that feature that we're gonna have uh later today i'm really excited about it had been working over it working on it over the last couple of days and i'm excited for you guys to read it and check it out so definitely definitely keep an eye on that but now we got to talk about a little bit of a sore subject and that is Marvin Kinsey. Marvin Kinsey, no longer with CSU football, announced on Monday that Kinsey uh, is off the team. Nobody's surprised here. I mean, we talked about the other day that we expected this to happen. Uh, I wrote an article that talked about how his suspension uh, slash dismissal would impact the offense. And now, you know, it, it ultimately comes out that he's off the team. Um, I've written about it a lot, so it's really kind of 
beating a dead horse at this point, so we're not going to spend a ton of time on it. But really just inf- unfortunate how everything played out, had all the talent in the world, but just could never seem to to stay focused or stay in the good graces of the coaching staff. Uh, one of the things that will always just stand out to me is this year, I mean, even after Bobo had him as number two on the depth chart despite being the most experienced running back by far, and t- the coaching staff talking about how he needed to earn their trust, and Kinsey's like sitting there cracking jokes about how he loves to piss off Bobo, and I think th- it just always stuck with me. I mean, he's he's a phenomenal talent, but just very immature, has a lot of growing up to do. I, I hope that he is able to figure it out. I certainly wish him all the best, because I did enjoy being around him. I mean, he had a ton of energy, uh, could light up a room. He's really just talented and fun to watch on the football field, always talking trash. Uh, So just really entertaining, but couldn't put it all together. Uh, As it finishes, he will leave CSU with 304 career carries, 1,632 yards, uh, 5.4 yards per carry, and 17 rushing touchdowns as well as three receiving touchdowns. So overall, still pretty productive career considering he missed the majority of one season uh, to injury, battled back after that, and kind of got buried on the depth chart, but even still will leave with 20 career touchdowns. That's not bad. So without Marvin in the lineup, it's obviously good news for Marcus McElroy. He went off against Fresno State, really just a breakout game for him, 18 carries, 170 yards two touchdowns, rushed for 6.5 yards per carry in that game. Did get caught from behind on one where he should have had a touchdown, but I think as he gets more comfortable, he's only going to be better. He has just that rare balance of size and speed, and more than anything, I think he's just he's a guy that's hungry. He's a guy who's been waiting for this opportunity, and it really seems like he's going to seize it, and hopefully he is. Uh, it was a cool story. He's been a patient teammate this whole time, so... I think most people are rooting for Marcus to do well. Uh, Along with that, you know, it's good news for Christian Hunter and Jalen Thomas. The true freshmen are going to get some action over the last month. I think it's it's really going to benefit the team just getting them those late season carries, going to prepare them for the rest of their career, especially if you don't end up making a bowl game. I think those late season carries, those practice reps are just going to be invaluable. So it's a bummer that Marvin is no longer in the picture, but also... Uh, Good things for the rest of the running backs on the roster, all of which will be back next year uh, unless they transfer, which is always possible. You never know in the the landscape that is modern college football. But we're going to close out today's podcast here with some audio from Warren Jackson after Fresno State. Uh, We will be back with plenty of more coverage uh, throughout this week and leading up to the State Pride game against UNLV. I think so. Uh, you know, obviously, for things to get better, they have to be bad at one point. And so I think that's something that's starting to happen with us. Uh, we've learned, we're learning ourselves more, not having any more silly mistakes like we used to. I, I think we've minimized that tonight. And I think we just, you know, the love for each other. That's something we really preach is just the love. It's, you can have the same talent, the same teams, but whoever loves each other more is going to get this victory. So I think the love that we have for each other is something that's big in us.
looking kid with the cuff khakis wearing graphic tees feeling way too trendy raps that kill oh i'm deadly primed and ready like machetes at a deli in new delhi feeling scummy like martin scarelli turn jam into jelly then drink it like juice but water's the truth so i sip on that too skinny looking kid with no car keys like the only thing i drive is rcrv's got the stash like steve harvey oh i'm gnarly like not from